Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Been on Twitter. He's Bradley Sal, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions on iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. This podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and affiliate of on3.com. Today's guest is Tim Elko, star Ole Miss baseball player, because baseball season is right around the corner. Hey, buddy, what's up? What's up, Ben? How's it going, Dave? Which one are you most filled with anticipation, excited energy for? Ole Miss baseball season or the possibility of Jackson Dart and or Michael Trigg committing maybe today or tomorrow. Man, both those guys, I mean, obviously that'd be program change and that'd be cool. But as soon as they commit, I'm, I'm over it. Like I, let's just go, let's play football at that point, And then it's all on the baseball. So, um, yeah, once they, once they commit, I'll just, I'll just be excited for the season. Won't really, won't really focus on it after that, if they commit and uh, um, no Freudian slip there. Uh, no, dude, don't be, don't be, don't be making me as the old predictor. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. Um, breaking news! Yeah, no, breaking news! Bradley Sal <laughs> reporting: Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg have committed to Ole Miss. Bradley Sal, everybody, man. good job, Brad. You did it. There's, there's, there's going to be people that turn the show off right after you said that, and that's all they're going to hear. By the way, and it's going to be everywhere. So I appreciate that. Baseball season, though, very excited. Um, I just I feel like our offense, man, we're going to have such a good offense. I feel like we may be like the Arizona team from last year. That's my hope, at least. I mean, you're returning a stacked lineup, and, um, you know, assuming the pitching staff, you know, kind of works itself out, and, and we have a lot of available arms. And But I think we're, we're going to hit um, you know, hit well, score a lot of runs, and I think it's going to be a fun year, man. I'm excited to, to, to see it all unfold. Why hasn't this happened yet with Jackson Dart and or Michael Trick? I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I, I got an update last night. I posted it, um, you know, felt felt pretty good about it. I got a random text message. So I read that random text message and, um, you know, made, made a post about it. And, you know, text is obviously from somebody that is uh, about as close to the situation as you can get, um, if not the situation. So, um, yeah, it's they, they seem very optimistic, very excited about it. So, um, you know, I, I think – for all indications, which I was shocked at this this as well, but it's not really shocked. But it's it's Ole Miss or, or OU is 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 the way it seems here. So, um, and that, that that's from both ends. That's from the you know the Ole Miss camp and the OU camp. So, um, both um, you know both of them are in it heavy, and you know it'll be interesting to see what happens here. I, I just I just wish we can get something, and you know with with the whole tricky part is, you know, you got the whole admissions thing that they need to be enrolled. From my understanding, they need to be enrolled by, by Monday. 
So can they enroll on Monday or do they need to be, you know, applied by, um, you know, Friday? So I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's, that's the question. I wish I knew that answer, but it seems like this has got to come, you know, I think you'll for sure know by Monday because if they're not here, then they won't be here for the spring. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll be interested to see where, you know, if we don't, we don't find something out tomorrow or the next day. What's funny about this is everybody's kind of ready for it to be over you and me included, and yet it hasn't been that long. It's only been about three weeks. Dylan Gabriel took over a month, so does Zach Evans, and most recruitments take over a year, if not two years. If you're a good player, three years, and it's three weeks, but it's felt like three years. Yeah, well, that, I just don't. I, I mean, I know people are concerned about the USC, return to USC. I don't see, I mean, maybe that happens. I don't I see, see that. The, the, I see the argument there, but, I mean, I was told that Caleb Williams essentially said, hey, I'm going to USC, like, kind of what he may or may not have told you, you know, so I feel like I got a decent source there. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I feel like USC is a done deal. It's just kind of one of those things where they're, I think they're a little worried about the tampering thing and they're trying to play it out a little bit, but I feel like he, he's, he's USC bound. So I don't feel like that's a, that's a possibility, but you know, like you said, crazier things can happen. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't, I just don't think that, 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 I mean, I think he's USC, man. I think he's going to USC. How are you feeling about your life? now as a prolific member of the Ole Miss online community. Yeah, no, I mean, that, like, I, what's funny is, like, I, I literally, all, all I'm doing is, you know, posting a few things that I, that I, um, that I know are true um, just to kind of help out a little bit. And it's just like, um, you know, some people take it and they enjoy it and some people turn it into this this crazy acquisition game. I'm like, dude, I, I have, I work a full-time job. I, 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 you know, no information. I'll just put it out there, you know, to, to help out some of the guys and it's like dude my phone's blowing up i'm like dude i don't even do this for a living like i, I don't even, i mean i i just was you know making a a post about something that i'm, I'm very aware of so um yeah it's been it's been hilarious I, I don't know that i'm ready for the arch recruitment so i may not be digging around that time when it comes and if i hear anything i'm going to tell them take that back i don't want to know this i don't i don't want to ever report on the arch situation so no, you're um, a reporter now. Yeah, I wish you know me, dude. It's hard to get hold of me during the day. So it really are, is. People that are blowing me up, I'm like, dude, I work, I, I work my tail off all day. So I don't, um, yeah, I don't really have time for the. I don't seek any information. I can tell you that. So I track the markets all day. I don't, I don't take my, I don't take my eyes off of it. So um, that and just between all the deals that we do up there, I mean, it's just not. I just, I just don't focus on it. So, yeah, but when I get information, it's, it's given to me. I don't really seek it. And, you know, if, if I can be an ex- assistance to, uh, to um, you know, the situation, I always try to do my best. So Your phone um, just buzzed. Yeah. Was that an update on Jackson Dart in my <laughs> No updates tonight, man. If I have one, I promise if I can get it at, uh, I don't care what time of day it is. If I get it, I'll, I'll put it out there. Everybody knows I got the late night banger. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I get something, but I'll, I'll, I'll give an idea of it. Ole Miss wants both players, but let's play a fun little hypothetical. You could have Jackson Dart in the current roster of tight ends, or you could have Luke Altmyer and Michael Trigg. Uh, I would take, I would take Jackson Dart because the quarterback's that important, um, and then that's with me banking on Hudson Wolf, who was a pretty highly recruited kid. You know, being a serviceable guy next year a really good player next year. So yeah, I mean, that's, I just think you can't pass up a quarterback 
and it's nothing against Altmaier. I just think that, you know, I'd rather have two really good guys, you know, just like anybody else would, just like most schools have. So here's the thing, too, and, and Ole Miss fans have to realize this is, say we missed on Jackson Dart or, or, we, or we did not hit a quarterback right now, there's no telling who's going to be available after the spring. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of these former five stars, whatever. I mean, you look at Georgia. I don't know. I mean, they are stacked at quarterback. So many teams are stacked at quarterback. I mean, it's one. Are these guys just going to sit there if they don't if they don't pay out in the spring? No, there's going to be another wave of solid quarterbacks that are going to come out, and that's the that's the cool thing about the portal. That's that's the plus of it is, you know, if we don't nail one in recruiting, there's going to be one come you know come available because there's not going to be you know if you're if you got four five star three five star quarterbacks or whatever on a roster, like surely one of them's going to going to come you know come to the table and want to be a starter at SEC school. So I, I think there's always going to be a chance to to grab a high-end quarterback now. But outside of Caleb Williams, no quarterback that comes available after him really compares to the potential and the already production of Jackson Dart. That's why if you can get Jackson Dart, you get Jackson Dart because of what he could be. Not necessarily what he is right now. Maybe there isn't that big of a separation, only playing time. I don't think so. But maybe there is between Jackson Dart and Luke Altmaier. I'm not a quarterback expert. I couldn't tell you. You have to get that depth in, and Jackson Dart changes the dynamic of your room completely. It has nothing to do with Luke Altmaier. You're still going to suffer the same problem, though, if in the spring one of them gets the sense that they're not going to get the job, then they transfer out. Well, not Jackson Dart, but Luke Altmaier, because Jackson Dart couldn't transfer again. Here's the question, though. Does that lead – inevitably it's going to – but does that lead to head coaches not lying to kids, but keeping them at a certain position on the depth chart until they've cleared that August threshold to where they got to be on the roster? I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can see that happening, man. But at the end of the day, it's just it's it's all coaches' jobs to create competition, and um, you know, it's the competition's job to compete. And nowadays, that's not the that's just not the the thing kids do. And um, you know, it, to to me, I, if I can bring in five good quarterbacks, I'd bring in five good quarterbacks, and then I'd play the best one. If you lose them, then so be it. You you got the best one of the bunch. So. In your eyes, so yeah, it's just it's just the nature we live in now. And um, you're right, man. It's going to be a fine line trying to keep these kids here. But it, but like Kevin has said before, there's not a spot for everybody. Everybody hits the portal or isn't going to a big time school. Now it's happening with the big time guys, but you know a lot of guys are going to have to step down to a small. And to me, you know, my generation when I was there, I'm not leaving Ole Miss. If I'm not playing at Ole Miss, I'm just trying to get better so I can get on the field. I'm not leaving Ole Miss to go play at Southern Miss or something like that. Like. That, that to me is, you know, uh, you want to do something bigger than that. And guys, when I get there, we get out there and get on the field. But, you know, the, the goal is if you think you have a shot for the next level to get on the field at the best level so you do have a shot at the next level. So it's just, yeah, and that's that's where we are. And the coaches just have a, have a tough, um, tough go at it here. For coaches, they're always trying to recruit to replace you. Even if you're Matt Corral, they're trying to recruit to find the next or better than Matt Corral. So even if Matt Corral was coming back, you don't think that Ole Miss would be engaging with Caleb Williams or Jackson Dart? Maybe not with the same kind of urgency because they don't have that need, but they would certainly be talking to him. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you're looking for the next. You know, you're looking for the next best thing all the time, and it doesn't get any easier in the NFL. Like when the, some of these guys go up to the next level, if they if they're lucky enough to make it, I'll never forget, dude. Every Monday or Tuesday in the NFL, you can walk by. You know, it's about eleven o'clock in the building. You walk and look out the window, and there's 15 guys out there, you know, in practice jerseys with the whole staff and and all the gym out there, and they're working out, you know, a couple of players at each position, 
um, you know, and hell, they're looking to replace you. I mean, it it doesn't matter, you know, if they can find a better guy. I mean, they're they're always churning that bottom of that roster. So, you're right, man. I mean, it's it, <laughs> that's just that's just is what it is. I mean, it's just that's competition. That's the nature of it, and um, it, it's crazy in college. You get to keep your scholarship. It's cool, but then it, then NFL, you know, you'll lose your job over it. So, it's um, yeah, the comp- competition, competitive nature is, um, you know, it just, it just is what it is, man. I just don't think that you should worry about that when recruiting any position. Same thing with Zach Evans. They thought Snoop was coming back, but having Snoop on campus didn't deter them from recruiting Zach Evans. You just find the best players you can. It never hurts. It's never a bad thing to have too many good players. And you can't be worried about recruiting to a particular position because a kid might leave. So while you might think right now, if if Jackson Dart, you don't get Jackson Dart, what are they going to do? More guys are coming this spring. If they got Jackson Dart and Luke Altmaier and Jackson Dart battled it out and Jackson Dart, he wins the job in the spring, Luke Altmaier leaves, what are we going to do? There's going to be another wave in the spring. There's going to be another wave in the spring. And even if they both stayed all the way to August, they would still be looking for the next Tyrone Pegram. They need depth because Jack Abraham's not going to be able to get to Ole Miss if he does come to Ole Miss until the summer now because of all the tampering stuff with Ole Miss and Mississippi State a couple of years back. They're always going to be looking. Yeah, and... (laughs) If um, you know, if, if Dart were to um come in and, and win the job, he's a young kid. He, he's got he's got at least two seasons, you know. And, and if he you know breaks out, whatever can go out early, but that's you know here nor there. You, know, you, you potentially got your starter for the next three years and transitioned into you know you know who I'm not going to say the name, but you never know if he, if he were to come. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's he's a young kid. If he gets if he wins the job, you're you're excited as a fan. You actually have something to cling on to for the next three, two to three years. Um, you know, somebody could turn your program around. So, yeah, it's it's never bad to bring in good young competition and let them battle. And if Luke leaves or if Jackson doesn't come, instead of getting one Tyrone Pilgrim in the summer, they'll get two of them. They're still going to recruit a quarterback if they have Jackson Dart and Luke Altmaier on the roster in August. Jack Abraham's one of them. Now they might get two. I just don't think it matters. You can't worry about who you lose. What's going to happen? Yeah. Are they going to Are they going to get the kids? Um, I mean, I wish I knew that answer 100%. I really do. I, I percentage I mean, it. I can't I mean, percentage it's it's I think it's higher than 50-50 now, you know, just based off the the excitement that 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 I saw. Breaking news. Um, Bradley Sal reporting. Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg are coming to Ole Miss. I just think I think I'm gonna just say this. I think Oklahoma is a real threat, and I think that's what they're more they're they're more worried about that with with Dart than anything else. And then, you know, Trigg is you know he's got he's got his deal that that they're working through. So, yeah. Speaking of quarterbacks, so let's let's talk about. So I saw you guys posted the um, the draft projections, Matt Corral. Can we talk about how the Liberty quarterback is ranked higher than Matt Corral? I don't get that at all. I mean, I, let's be fair to okay. Matt Corral and and truly look at the pros and cons to Matt Corral as an NFL draft prospect. One thing that is a knock against him is size and projectability. It's all projectability with Malik Willis. With Matt Corral, you know what he is, but can he be anything more than that? So I do get that there's a little bit of a cap on what you think Matt Corral can be compared to Malik yeah. Willis. But if we're going based on production, which is what I think you should go on first and foremost from college, sorry, little rant. Yeah, but listen, the, I mean, I watched the Willis kid. I don't see it, man. Like there's, I try to envision what they would look like starting for a team. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't see that dude. either. I do not see that one bit. I don't know. Maybe so. He's a good athlete. Um, Can I, I be honest? Know, I love Matt yeah. Corral, one of the best quarterbacks in Ole Miss history. Maybe the best and greatest quarterback in Ole Miss history. But as a pro prospect, there are legitimate questions. Yeah, there there is. I agree. I, I think with Matt, though, I think he has the overall talent. The talent is there. The arm talent is no there. No doubt. You know, that, that it's all going to come down to situation with him. And, and really learning football and knowing how to read a defense, knowing where to go with it. You know, that that to me, because when teams started playing too high versus him and we weren't running the ball well, I, I really didn't see the ability to, to kind of make certain throws. So um, he's got to learn how to, how to you know, read the defense extremely well. And he will. I mean, I, and I, I actually talked to him about this at one time. Um, you know, the amount of study and the amount of you know, every competitive advantage doesn't really come physically in the NFL. It comes from your brain. Like the smartest guys always end up lasting. I mean, it, and it happens every time, especially on the O-line where, you know, they'll keep a guy who isn't as athletic and isn't as strong and isn't as big. But as long as he puts his hat on the right guy every time, they trust him not to turn a guy free and get the QB killed. The guy they're paying a hundred million dollars. So, you know, it, it, and then if it's just going to come down for him to how invested he gets in this thing, man, it, he's going to have to take it to a whole other level, have be really humble when he goes in there, really, really study the game and figure out how to get better because it's hard. I've seen a guy do this and, and and fail. Mitchell Trubisky, people give him a lot of crap, but he worked harder than anybody I've ever seen, and it didn't work out for him. That's how hard it is. So that's just the deal, man. He's just going to have to have to really, really hone in on learning football and knowing where to go with the ball. But as far as sheer raw talent, there ain't a throw he can't make. And that's yep. a fact. To think that Matt Corral is going to be a slam dunk NFL prospect. He's not like Eli was. Eli was a slam dunk. There are guys like Matt every single year, not saying he's Mitch Trubisky, but think of a big armed quarterback that everybody fell in love with the measurables and they didn't work out. If I had to put money on that kid being successful, I'm laying it all on it. But there are some legitimate questions about him. But if we're talking uh, about him compared to Malik Willis, no, no, no. Why? Why? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? You know why they're doing this? Is because it's a shallow quarterback class. There's no obvious yeah. guy. I agree. I agree. I think this may be one of the um, weakest quarterback classes I've seen seen in a while. Yeah, I mean, anytime your first quarterback's projected to go like what 17 or something like that. Or, or in the mid, I mean, that's that's not the the greatest class. No quarterback class. What was the class that had EJ Manuel? I think Christian Ponder. They were reaching for these quarterbacks. It wasn't a great quarterback class, and they were reaching for these quarterbacks. You might see a little bit of that, but who you're reaching for? I don't see any team in the top ten taking Matt. Yeah, I, I can I can see where. Let me tell you what can happen though. There, so it's kind of what happened with Baker Mayfield. So it was kind of the same deal. It was like, yeah, you know, he's and, and listen, I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. I, I, I don't, not a fan of his game. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. But what he did was he crushed the interview process. He crushed his workouts, and there was a team that was like, you know what, taking a chance on him. Boom, you know. And I think there was a quarterback there. Everybody thought was going to go in front of him too. I can't remember remember the exact situation, but Matt's going to have a chance to go out there and really impress in interviews and um, you know have some pretty unbelievable workouts. If you know, I'm sure he'll work out for for quite a few teams, and um, there is a chance a top team could be like, you know, what we really like this kid. You know, he, he could interview well, he could do whatever, but um, that there, there, that I can certainly see something like that happen, especially with this quarterback class. I mean, because if it's me, 
I mean, if I'm taking a kid that was at Liberty, you saw what you saw like versus an SEC team. I didn't think his throwing was anything NFL caliber. Caliber. Yeah, you didn't see uh, it at all. No, it, not not even a, a not even a glimpse of it. And, and I'm taking the SEC kid who's played in, on the bigger stage. And if I'm going to put my money down. I mean, that's you might as well we'll take take the guy that's seen this kind of speed consistently. So. Um, I don't know, man. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I you remember back it. when Joe Webb came to Ole Miss and almost beat Ole Miss with UAB. Yeah. Joe Webb, you could see yeah. it. You could see it. I never once thought that at all when they were playing Liberty, and it's completely anecdotal. Matt Crowell makes special throws. You go, oh, okay. If I can harness that, that's an NFL quarterback and a good one. Yep, I agree, man. Yeah, I didn't say I, for athlete. He was a good runner, good bad, and. Uh, I didn't really see that NFL it factor there. So I don't know. Maybe we're wrong, but I wasn't, I wasn't sold on it. We're going to get right back to Bradley Sal on this edition of Talk of Champions after we hear briefly from Alan Samuels, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram of Oxford, and Cheney's Pharmacy, two proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. A new year brings new beginnings, a fresh start. The slate has been wiped clean. And what better way to celebrate that than with a new car? Well, if you're in the market, there's only one place you should go, and that's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from new and used sales to parts and service. Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is Alan Samuels aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now I only vouch for sponsors I truly believe in, and I cannot say enough good things about Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. When you go, ask for Brian or Mason. They'll make sure to get you in the car that you want at a price point you can afford. And make sure to tell them that Talk of Champions sent you to take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides. You can contact them today at 662-234-8000, East University Avenue, 662-234-8000. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. A new year is here. It's 2022, not to mention that spring is around the corner in Oxford, Mississippi. What comes with it? The return of Ole Miss football, Ole Miss baseball. It's a special time of year in Oxford. You want to be there, right? You want to be in Swayze Field. You want to be back in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Well, the only way you can do that is if you're healthy, that you have a pharmacy you can trust. Well, there's only one pharmacy in Oxford, Mississippi that can do just that. Cheney's Pharmacy a locally owned pharmacy that's been in Oxford for over 40 years, as red and blue as the rebels themselves. Cheney's Pharmacy offers prescription synchronization, immunizations, compounding, a two-lane drive-through and available hours that ensure your needs are met on your own time. Cheney's also accepts all third-party insurance. Cheney's Pharmacy provides the best customer service out there, hands down, it's not close. So give Cheney's a call, 662-234-7221 or go visit them at 501 Bramlett Boulevard. That's right off of University Avenue. They're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. You can visit them online at cheneyspharmacy.com. Make sure your pharmacy is one you can trust. Cheney's Pharmacy, much more than just a pharmacy. What would be a good team for him to go to? Um, well, I was going to say the Saints, but Sean Payton stepped That's down. That's what I was going to say. Offense. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, somebody like the Seahawks would be great for him, actually. Um, you know, he's, it depends on what staff they keep, but 
I could see a Russell Wilson exit in there, and a, a place like that would be, you know, their style of offense would be pretty good. I, I just like you know them keeping him on the move, um, you know, getting him some 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 solid throws, some intermediate throws, and then they letting him go downtown. I, I just like that. Um, you know, the Rams offense would be great, but they already have a QB. The um, the Kyle Shanahan system would be really good. A lot of a lot of play action, a lot of good movement stuff. Um, you know, this is not very drop back heavy. So, yeah, something like that, that, that I think would be really good. You know, the, or on the flip side, you put them in the chief system or system like that, uh, that we were in Chicago whenever Matt Nagy was there. It's just, it, that is just a, a gunslinging off. I just That's what he needs to be. I don't see not that. Si- how? Because no, he never goes he, under center. He ain't, he's not sitting back in the pocket, dude. Like it, 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 it very rarely. I mean, he well, I wouldn't think it, about but that. Yeah, okay. That just standing, standing back there in the gun, just slinging around like Mahomes. No, dude, that that offense is very vertical. Very like, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't see him see him doing that. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because Russ maybe, doesn't really go under center either, does he? Not a ton. I mean, nowadays, I mean, he'll go under center a little bit, but not. It's usually a play action where he's rolling out real big or something. But yeah, I mean, you can you can run a, a movement offense out of the gun now. I don't think many offenses at all go under center. Yeah, the the the, so the Niners and the Rams are probably the two biggest, very similar systems. You know, it's a lot of a lot of screens. If you watch a watch a Rams O line and tell me how many times they're ever one on one blocking, they make it and in motion. That line literally, it's like a stampede right and left the whole game. Like they they they'll do twenty nakeds in a game or twenty forms of play action and. You know, that's that those those plays right there are awesome for an O line. You're just running left, just cleaning up everything and you know, while the quarterback's running the other way. So it's um I mean it's just such such a friendly offense. Your phone buzzed again. Is that an update on Jackson Tart of Michael Trick? Nope. They're asking what size helmet their their travel softball girl wears. <laughs> that's unfortunate. I have nothing new to add. My wife has COVID, so I'm quarantined. That's the only thing new in my life because recruiting-wise, as far as Jackson Dart and Michael Trigger are concerned, there's nothing new. There's nothing new to report. Just waiting. Everybody says the same stuff every single day. It's like Groundhog's Day. And I love how many times over the last couple days, first thing in the morning, Ben, be on the lookout. I'm pretty sure today's the day. (laughs) Like three or four days. Over and over and over. The same thing. Yeah, I feel like, I don't want to say this, but I feel like tomorrow or the next day, there's got to be, like, I guess. Why, why do you carry this into the week? If you carry this into the weekend, I'm nervous. You know what I mean? Like these kids are, these kids got to be here by Monday. Like at some point you're going to fly in and get set up or you're just going to come on Sunday. I don't understand it. Like you would think you'd want to get here on Thursday or Friday to kind of get yourself acclimated over the weekend. Like, Hey, I'm starting a new life, a new school. So, um, yeah, the longer it's taken, I get them get a little concerned, but, um, I expect this weekend, you know, we, I, we have to know by Friday, in my opinion. I think they're going to be done with transfers for now. They'll go into the spring. They'll have some kids in. They'll really start recruiting, picking back up, recruiting with transfer guys in the spring on into the summer. I really feel like they're going to be done for now in the transfer portal after Jackson Dart and Michael Trick, if it happens. Yeah. Who is the alligator guy that – who's the little who's, – who's he referring to in the alligator? Tyrone Hopper. Tweet? Florida linebacker that transferred or actually re-entered the transfer portal on Monday. Shows how much I know, man. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't you know what up. you need to that. know. <laughs> You're the Jackson Dart guy now. Oh man, I just hope we get him. Just like anybody else, I don't really care who says it, who's reporting what. Like, 
I, I just think that it would be it'd be phenomenal for our program. Yeah, you're looking at a at a potential complete. Re, you're looking at an overhaul that actually may make you better. You may end up. Isn't that crazy team. too? Like on Monday, I think Ole Miss was had the fourth most transfers of any school enter the portal. Eighteen of their players. And that would usually sound bad. Coaching staff completely overhauled. That would typically sound bad. Losing your Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback, both of your starting running backs to the NFL, one of your best offensive linemen, your top three receiving options. That all sounds bad. And you're right. Once you start to dive deep into it, they could be better. Yeah, no doubt. I'd like like to see us get a pass rusher too, though. I will say that. Um I'm hoping that Cam I guess Butler I, from Miami of Ohio, they offered him this week. I saw, I saw that, and that 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 would be huge. You know, getting some getting a solid option there. I think we got some decent interior guys, some good young guys there. But getting a solid pass rusher would would make me feel better too. According to Emory Hunt at F Ball Game Plan on Twitter, we're recording on a Wednesday night. So good morning. This entire podcast could be completely old as of this Thursday morning as you're listening to this. According to Emory Hunt. Ole Miss wide receiver Braylon Sanders was uncoverable at the NFL Players Association Bowl. I guess that's in Alabama. What do you think about Braylon as an NFL player? We talk about quarterbacks and stuff all the time. What about Braylon as an NFL player? His his whole deal is going to be durability, man. I mean, he, your best ability is availability, and throughout his career at Ole Miss, it was it was spotty at best. You know, kind of when you he's a good player that as far as his straight line, good speed. I mean, yeah, he's one of those guys that. He'll get a shot with somebody. Um, don't know how high it'll be. Don't know know about all that. But um, yeah, he'll get a shot. He'll get out there. But you know, the, the second a guy that's just getting a shot gets hurt, you know, he kind of he kind of has forgotten pretty quickly. So he's got a you know, I don't I don't know how you train durability or whatever. You know, some guys are just just you know they're just training room guys. But you know that that's going to be his whole neck if he stays healthy and is fully full go. I mean, he'll he'll certainly have a shot to be be somebody's um you know i can see him certainly be a number four guy number three or four guy at some point rapid fire buy or sell buy or sell by this time next week jackson dart and michael trigg will be almost rebels oh man that's uh, you're, you're trying to make me make me make a prediction where i whereas i'm just trying to pass information along dude um i'll buy it. we're both so tired man <laughs> i'll buy it dude uh, okay but I, I feel like um, I feel like we're the most logical choice. I'll say that. Like, okay, just just break every choice down. If he's not going back to USC. Caleb Williams is going to USC. I mean, that's what everything everybody's pointed out. Is he going to go to OU so he can ride the bench? Like, no. I mean, he, he's not going to want to do that. Trig and Trig and John David Baker are super close. Um, you know, big big connection there, man. There, that's his guy. So. You know, you get you pretty much are going to have him in, um, you know, in the bag, and then, um, you know, it, Jackson Dart. That's a package deal. So, yeah, I could see. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely feel like we're the most logical choice. Is, is is really what I'm trying to say here. Buy or sell, Matt Corral, first quarterback off the board in the 2022 NFL Draft. I'm going to buy that for sure, and I know, I know, it sounds like I'm buying them all, but. That um, he's the he's the best he's the most logical option. I mean, I, I would honestly take before Willis. I would take the the Pittsburgh guy. I mean, I mean honestly, I think that he is. Um, you know, he he's he's much more impressive as a quarterback in my opinion. So I, I think 
I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he, if he was the first one off. I just don't, I don't buy the Willis thing, man. I just really don't. Buy or sell Braylon Sanders as a second to fourth round pick in the NFL draft. I'm selling that. There's no way. I don't see it, man. I, he would, it, well, you know what? It just depends on his 40 time. You know, if, if, if he, if he impresses with the 40, I just, man, I, I just think it's going to be a late round to undraft it with him. I really do. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be around that range. I think that the really, the, there's going to be, let's see, you got Corral's going to for sure get drafted. Sam Williams will for sure get drafted. After that, man, I mean, it's a, it's a toss up. It's going to be, it's going to be four through four through seven to undrafted. So I don't know. I mean, any of those guys could fall, you know, that fourth through seventh round is crazy. There's people find, try to find gyms, try to find guys. I just don't, um, yeah, I don't see, I don't see any late, any gimmies, you know, past those two. I'll leave you with this. Oh, your phone just buzzed again. Was that an update on Jackson Dart, and Michael Trigg? No, no, okay. no, night, man. I'll leave you with this. On Tuesday, we did a mailbag. I missed a question from self tackleization. Obviously, you've experienced the NFL. Speaking of you, Brad, not me. Obviously, which means you share a lot in common with all other recent and present NFL players. However, the experience of playing the offensive line is a lot different from playing other positions. If you could be one other NFL player for your era, just for one Sunday afternoon, who would it be and why? It would for sure be one of the ball and tight ends. Kelsey, um, George Kittle, man, those dudes, they just get the rock and like <laughs> they just make ball and plays or, or Tyreek Hill. Man, whenever he like his, I would love to speed, live at his speed for just I ten know, seconds. I would, I would love to know what it feels like to grab a ball in the middle of the field and just just dust everybody, man. I mean, that's it, it hit, when you watch him on film when you're breaking down other teams and the stuff he does is so unhuman. Like there's nobody that can that can that can match up with him every time. Every time he's running a special route over the middle, that's what they call that. Then he literally runs the same route in a bunch of different ways, but. Anytime he's running over the middle, I mean, these safeties are running for the fences. So a lot of the times when you play them, he'll, he'll just stop on the dime and catch it and catch it in the zone over the middle. So, um, yeah, do that. That would actually be a fun, you know, a fun, fun day to, to be that guy for a day. He's Bradley Sal. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and Fleet of On3.com. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. And this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. Going out to the Modern Women phone line to speak to Ole Miss baseball star Tim Elko. See you, buddy. See you, Ben. Howdy, Teddy. Before we jump to Tim... Let's hear from Bine Bank and Modern Woodman, two proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Are you looking for a career change? Maybe COVID threw you for a loop. Maybe it's time that you did something else. Maybe you're just tired of working nine to five for 40 hours every week just to make money for someone else. Well, our phone line sponsor, Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, is looking to hire new financial representatives here in Mississippi. No background experience is necessary. You do have to be a resident of Mississippi, but what he's looking for is someone who is highly self-motivated and wants to make a difference in the lives of others. A full-time position comes with benefits such as health insurance, a matching 401k, and a pension plan. Don't wait around anymore. It's time to make a change. So for more information, feel free to reach out to Thomas Chandler today directly through Facebook or his number at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. Make the change. Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, the title sponsor of Talk of Champions. The Modern Woodman Phone Line. Cool. We'll talk. No big whoop. No big whoop. Where the best Ole Miss guests from far and wide drop in to talk the very latest in Rebel Sports. Modern Woodman. Let's make a difference together. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. Going now to the Modern Woodman Phone Line to speak to Ole Miss first baseman, cleanup hitter, outfitter if he needs to be, third baseman. It's Tim Elko. Hey, buddy. What's up? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, I'm great. Uh, tell you what, I'm a lot better um, the last month or two than first couple months after surgery. Um, <laughs> kind of a long, not super fun process, but uh, really coming along here as of late and feeling feeling great. Uh, so I am absolutely fired up for this season. How healthy are you? Uh, I'll be, I mean, I'm pretty much, I'm hundred percent right now. I mean, I'm doing all the normal lifts and fielding ground balls, hitting, um, we're about to start scrimmages this weekend. I'll be out there and, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm hundred percent and, uh, be ready to go come uh, February 18th. Well, you're hitting tanks even when you weren't feeling like yourself. (laughs) So now you're feeling like yourself again, like pre hitting tanks on one leg, Tim Oko. Yes. Feeling great. Um, you know, still the residual soreness here and there, but um, I mean, overall, feel awesome. Uh, I, I mean, I know even Coach Clem and Coach B have commented like, "Hey, man, you, I mean, you're moving around uh, better than we expected." And uh, yeah, I feel I feel great and uh, ready to ready to go for sure. What's the final hurdle to clear? Is it just running on it full go? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, kind of like cutting, you know, stopping on a dime, uh, I guess base running. Um, but, uh, you know, I feel, I feel pretty good running. I mean, I started, I mean, I started running, um, in general quite a while ago. Um, 
you know, even towards the end of the fall, I was, I was sprinting and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess kind of like base running and, and cutting and, um, uh, that kind of thing is kind of the last, last hurdle, but, uh, feeling good doing that. Um, you know, practicing it, been taking some ground balls at first and third and such, and, um, practicing kind of those backhands where I got to cut and, you know, make a, make a toss with the pitcher run in or, you know, cut and you know, be able to throw it to first and third and whatnot and moving left or right. Good. And, um, just kind of getting more reps at that and getting comfortable with it and, uh, you know, just getting better, better every day, really. Um, so it's really, really optimistic and exciting for me. So if you were playing a game tomorrow, are you the first baseman? I could do it 100%. But yes. are you the first baseman? Or are you at third base? You know what I'm getting at here. Don't avoid uh, it. I see what I I do. I see what you're getting at. Um, and honestly, I don't have an answer for you. Uh, that that is really up to uh, Coach B, and um, really just kind of however, depending how he wants to write the lineup, um, whoever he wants to play. Um, I mean, he knows I can I can pretty much be anywhere uh, he needs me to be. So. Um, whether it's first, third, right, left, DH, whatever. Uh, probably not catching, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, not going to catch, uh, not going to catch, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I uh, don't really have an answer for you. Uh, could play first, could play third, could play a corner outfield. Really not sure, but, um, yeah. Which spot, first base or third, feels most at home to you? Um. Yeah, I I mean I get asked this uh, a lot and um and you I don't really answer I it. like both. <laughs> I don't I I don't have a great answer. I don't <laughs> um I guess I guess you know what uh I like first uh by a smidgen better. Um just cuz uh, I just like it. Like having a little bit bigger club, uh like touching the ball all the time um and uh feel like I'd Feel like I really help us uh, help us win over there. Um, you so heard it here first, I like folks. First, Tim Oko reporting. He will be the first <laughs> baseman for Ole Miss baseball in 2022. Breaking hey, news. Now, yeah. uh, you know that one. That one I cannot confirm, but uh, it's a, you know it's up in the air. When you look around, returning the entire lineup, what does that do advantageously? Y'all know what y'all are doing right now, right? Y'all don't really have to yeah. have a ton of instruction. Y'all just kind of know what the game is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it feel it always feels great to have an, an older, experienced team. Um, but I mean, we've got some young guys too that we're, you know, still trying to incorporate in the system. And um, but I mean, it feels great to have a lot of the same guys back, and um, you know, know know how well we work together as a unit, and uh, you know, really play for each other. Uh, I think that's a huge part of having a good team is really having that good team culture. And uh, I mean, we have that. Um, you know, we we got quite a bit of new pitchers and um, I think we've worked everybody into the, into the system, if you will, um, really well. And everybody's really bought into what we're, what we're trying to do. And um, yeah. So I, you know, feeling really good about how, how, how we're looking this year and especially culture wise and just team wise, everybody's, you know, really gelling well again. And I um, think that's huge. And uh, I think that gives us an advantage to some other teams. Um, so excited about that and just excited to get back out there with the guys. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a great year. Which new pitcher or pitchers have impressed you or been the most challenging so far? Um, 
it's tough for me to have a huge opinion on this because I haven't exactly yes. uh, stood in the box against any of these guys yet. But you're not going to be backing um, down from anybody once you get in the box. So when you watch it, put on your coach's hat, that's okay? Right. Put on your coach's hat. Okay. Who is the, the most challenging for you, Coach Tomoko? Um, for for new guys, uh, you know, I think John Gaddis and and Washburn have looked really really good. Um, you know, I think there's good chance they'll probably be on the weekend. Um, but you know, I think we're just gonna kind of try some different stuff out at the beginning of the year and um see what works the best, but. Um, both of those guys have looked really good uh, for the newcomers. Um, you know, John's an older guy and just experienced and um, just a good pitcher. You know, he just makes pitches, hits his spots. And, um, you know, I mean, he's kind of your he's, – he's a classic, just really good lefty pitcher who, sure, he's not going to – he's not going to blow you away with 97, but uh, he's he throws – uh, three or four pitches for strikes uh, whenever he wants it, and uh, he'll put it exactly where he wants it. So um, he's looked really good, and and Washburn has looked really good as well. Um, you know, he's got he's got a wipeout slider that looks great. I mean, I've just seen it from behind the plate, but it looks really good. And um, you know, he'll run it up there in the 95s as well. And he's looked really good, very confident on the mound, which is huge as well. Um, which I really appreciate. And, uh, he's just, he's a dog. Um, he, he gets after it, uh, you know, serious about doing well and trying to help the team win. And I really appreciate that. Um, a couple of freshmen as well, uh, were really impressive. I, I really enjoyed watching Riley Maddox and, uh, Hunter Elliott, uh, both really good this fall. Um, uh, Maddox kind of throws a, a sinker, uh, anywhere from 92 to 94 um, and looks really good um, as well. And Hunter Elliott is a, uh, I mean, he's a freshman, but he, he looks very experienced out there. Um, he'll go right after guys and I think he throws four pitches for strikes and uh, you know, he'll sit 90 to 93 throws a, throws a big uh, curveball kind of, kind of reminds me of Doug's just a, a big curveball that'll sneak in there and uh you know some other some other really good pitches as well his changeup looks great and um both of those guys look really confident uh for freshmen which is always a good sign um so i think we'll probably be seeing some some of them this spring as well um but you know all those guys have looked really good and there's a lot of guys that um you know here that, that have been here at Ole Miss that have really stepped up and um look really good this year as well Mitch Morrell and um, Cole Baker. Um, I mean, we know what Brandon Johnson can do, but he's looked great. Um, and then of course, you know, some of the usual suspects, I guess I'm just naming the whole staff, but, um, <laughs> uh, Drew McDaniel looks great and Derek diamond and, um, a lot of the guys you'd expect as well. Um, so, um, you know, I think it always hurts losing, uh, a first and second rounder, uh, at whatever position. Um, but you know, two guys in a starting rotation, uh, sometimes seems like it's, uh, you know, obviously worse off, but I think that our, our bullpen and our staff as a whole is, uh, really deep this year. Um, and I think that's going to really help us not maybe overuse some guys. Um, I think we're going to have more guys that we can turn to and probably trust, uh, which is really helpful. So, 
um, looking forward to that, uh, seeing how that all shakes out and, um, just excited overall. But yeah, those are just some of the guys that were, were impressive this year, especially for the new guys. And, um, yeah, I probably left some, some people out, but I'm sorry if anybody's listening to this and I left you out. Um, love you guys all, but, uh, that's yeah. how I know that, you're a good captain. I, got I asked you that question <laughs> and you covered everybody. That's why you're the captain. That's why. Right. Well, I had uh, Clem on two weeks ago and I asked him this question. N- neither one of us are knocking in any way, Doug or Gunner. That's insane. They're two of the best pitchers in Ole Miss history. But at the end of the year yeah. last year, had to roll with Taylor Broadway as an opener in that final game in Arizona. But I asked Clem, when you look at the depth, it's not top-end talent as good as last year's staff because it's Doug and Gunner. But from a depth standpoint, yeah. it looks like you have more options. Yes, for sure. And he mentioned Reagan Burford. What do you think about Reagan Burford yeah. pushing for a starting spot? Yeah, uh, swing looks really good. Um, defends it well over there at third and um, I think he it could be a really important piece for us this year. Um, you know, I think we'll we'll kind of just see how it all shakes out. You know, I know Coach B, I mean, I've been here for a while, um, and, you know, he likes to try out a lot of different pieces kind of at the beginning of the year um, and then kind of solidifies something around SEC play. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think Reagan Burford could be really good for us this year, um, really good swing, um, just has good at-bats. Uh, all the time. And that, I mean, that's huge. Uh, doesn't really give up a whole lot of, a whole lot of at bats and puts the bat on the ball and makes things happen. Um, so I think, I think he could be a really big contributor for us this year. Ideally last year had COVID not hit and then the draft gets cut and all this kind of stuff happens. And uh, you and Kevin and Justin would have gone pro, right? So coming back and not expecting to necessarily coming back, does it help? that you're not going through this alone, that Justin's going through it with you, that Kevin's back and going through it with you. You get to have two of your best friends with you. Yeah. No, I mean, that it, it always helps having having some of your buddies uh, alongside you. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's it's tough with a, a brand new, you know, full team that, you know, you a lot of new guys. And so it, it's definitely, you know, a little bit of a, of a breather having some of those same guys back. Um, that I've had along my side for the last three, four years. Um, yeah, that, you know, that, that makes me feel good, but, um, just in general, I mean, I just feel great about everything about our team. You know, it's great to have those guys back, but just to be able to have one more year with all these guys, I mean, Peyton, uh, Gonzo, Garrett Wood, TJ, uh, me and trophy have been at this for, this is our fifth year now. Um, you're all the old guys now, just all those guys, we're the old guys, we're the yeah. grandpas. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, just just all those guys, all the guys I get to see every day. Um, that's that's why you know I was excited to come back because I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna enjoy this this last year I have with these guys, and um, you know I've tried to enjoy every second of it because uh, you know you're not gonna, I'm never gonna get this this team back this year back, and um, I'm gonna enjoy all of it and soak it all in, and um, that's what it's all about, uh, enjoying the moments and. Um, you know, that's what I'm going to try to do and just have fun with my friends for one last year. And, um, you know, after, after what happened, you know, in the draft and whatnot, you know, maybe I wasn't exactly expecting that to happen, but, um, I think it, it happened for a reason. And, um, you know, I think I, 
I was blessed to be able to enjoy one more year with all these, all these great guys. Um, cause I mean, these guys are going to be my lifelong friends forever. So, um, just to be able to have this one last year here with those guys is, is a blessing. And, um, you know, I'm super excited for that. Yeah. But as a doe eyed freshman, you ask him a question and said, yes, sir. to you yet? Cause then, you know, <laughs> um, old. no, okay. No, good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that old. Last thing here. <laughs> here we go. It's a million go. dollar question. Going to Omaha? Yeah, we are. One hundred percent. Uh we've you know, we've been cut short here. Um couple years that I've been here, that last game, can't quite get over the hump, but um something about this group just feels special. I mean, I know I'm sure everybody says that every single year, but um something something about how every all this shook out and all a lot of the guys coming back and um just having a a pretty old and experienced team, a lot of juniors, seniors, a couple of fifth years, uh, just having a, an old and experienced team, um, having a couple of young guys for some life, uh, bring some life to us old guys, but, um, just something about it just feels, feels good. And, uh, I think you're, you're definitely going to be seeing, uh, the Ole Miss Rebels in Nebraska this year. When you've fallen short a couple of times, does that play into your psyche at all once you get there again? Did you feel any pressure once you got there? Or are you one of those people that's like, screw this, let's go kick the door down? Uh, I'm definitely the latter. Okay. Um, right. I did not you – know, whenever that game came around, um, you know, I think it was just we ran into a really hot Arizona team and their home park, and, um, you know, we – we threw, we threw, uh, you know, the best closer in the country, uh, to start the game. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if we could have really done a, I mean, sure. I guess we could have scored 18 runs, but, <laughs> um, you know, I think it was just, we ran to a really good and a really hot Arizona team. And, um, you know, they, they brought it to us that last game and, um, but no, I, I don't think really anybody, really felt any type of pressure. I mean, we thought we were going to win. Um, I don't think anybody really ever thought that losing was a possibility. I mean, we all had the belief and I don't think anybody let any type of pressure or, you know, thoughts about what happened in the past get to us. Uh, I think it was just, you know, we just didn't play our best and they played really, really good. Um, which, you know, that, that happens. Uh, it happens. And um, I think we would have, probably like to have played that game at Swayze field. And I think, you know, maybe that would have given us a, us an advantage. Um, but you know, it's not how, how, how it shook out. And, but, you know, I think we, if we get to that position again, um, we're kind of taking a different approach with a mindset of, Hey, let's just enjoy the journey, play every game the same. It's all, you know, playing a game on a Wednesday night at seven o'clock. Um, and then playing a super regional, uh, still a baseball game, just go out and win it. And we're, I mean, we've been really good at winning baseball games. Sure. We, you know, we've lost a couple that, uh, were, were really important, but, um, that's why, you know, we're just going to go into the season playing every single game, the same, they're all, they're all a baseball game. And, you know, we're going to try to win every single one of them. Um, and, uh, I think that this year's team is going to be really, really good at that again. Um, so, you know, I think come 
come those challenges at the end of the year, uh, we're going to be ready. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. I leave you with this. What slot of the batting order should your best hitter be slotted? Oh, there's a lot of different opinions. No, 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 Uh, there's not. No, there's not. There's only one right answer. (laughs) Um, uh, third, it's gotta be third. I can't believe you. I cannot believe you. It's second. (laughs) Uh, well, that's what I was getting at. Is there are lots mm-hmm. of different opinions on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Some say second, some say third. Hey, if you uh, want to take I, away some I, I bats got... from you, then go ahead. I'm saying bats you second. That's all I'm saying. That's it. Well, hey. Uh, I want Tim I'm Elko okay up. Hitting, I, I, know. I know. I just I'm want okay Tim I'm okay with hitting anywhere. You know that. Yeah, I know. I know that. That's what you're supposed to say. That's why... <laughs> You're the captain, and I'm the idiot <laughs> yelling into a microphone. But no, I thank you no. for coming on and doing this. You're always one of my favorite people to talk to. Thank you, buddy. Let's do it again. <laughs> of course. I'm, I'm excited. And, uh, yeah, I'm down. Whenever you need me, I'm here. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.